What's up, everybody? Nice Sarantino here, back with another episode of the Guided Spirits Podcast. And today's episode is on why should you care and why should you not care? And is there a better way of going about things? Is it back and forth? Is it all or nothing? Which one do you choose? Um, so I guess we'll start off with... Uh, why do you do the things that you do? Do you have reasoning? Are you following a set of principles or more moralities? Say, like, the Ten Commandments from the uh, Book of Genesis. It's a very quick way of putting it, but that's, like, a set of, like, moral principles you go by and principles of belief, and you live by these principles. That's the ontology. Well, maybe that's why you care, because you care about following your code. You want to, like, do whatever you deem best based on your code. Maybe it's more along the lines of consequentialism. You care about other people for some weird reason. You just can't just care about yourself. And uh, I guess you end up calling yourself an empath. And um, I, I myself am one. And a lot of people have compassion and empathy as characteristics of their personality. And it's a great like characteristic to to share. And with that being said, why should you care in the first place is my question. Why is there any reason to care even about yourself never mind other people why do you care about your health why do you care about religion why do you care about having fun why do you care about dying why do you care about living why do you care about anything what's the purpose of it I mean, we all understand that you determine the meaning of whatever it is that we're discussing at the time. So if you have a a pencil, and it's a very special pencil, mom gave it to you right before she died. And this pencil is all you have left to remember her by. And you one day are uh, really looking for a pencil and you use this one and you leave it out and then someone takes it and they and they steal your pencil and they don't even understand the value that that pencil actually has to you. Do you care or do you just let it go and say it was meant to be? You know, there's a saying, if you love something, set it free. And if it comes back to you, it was meant to be. And I see that as like the idea of the law of attraction is a very powerful law. Where if you embody and become whatever it is that you want, well, that is how you bring it back to you. You have to be it. The universe is one. You are the universe. You are connected to everything. So if you are, if you want something, you just have to imagine you already have it, and it will come right to you. With that being said, you can't just say you have it. You have to embody what it would be like to have it. You have to live like you have it. Now that, excuse me. Now that is the way. So. Now, how do you get back to caring from the law of attraction? Well, 
what's the purpose of life? Like, what is, why do we live? Why does anyone get a life? What is life? Well, basically comes down to why do you want to give things meaning? What's meaningless life like? It is, meaningless life is, uh, when you have all good and no bad, and it's you you everything's so good that like it's just you you would go insane because there would be no no change it would just be like the same old thing all the time like you have to hit the road bumps like you have to hit the little like the rocks and all the cracks and every single piece of the road along with the smooth surface in order for life to work the way it does and that like the bad is what gives good meaning to the good and the good is what gives meaning to the bad and everything's up to perspective and the same goes for what you should care about and what you shouldn't because some people are going to care about certain things and some people are not but what it comes down to is uh you can have a nihilistic opinion about it and just be like, whatever, like, it doesn't matter, or, like, everything's just gonna go to shit anyway, so why should I care? Like, oh, like, the government, the United States is falling apart, fuck it, like, it doesn't matter, it's not gonna affect me, like, I'm probably gonna die in a fuck a couple years anyways, so why should I care? Or you can be like, oh, I'm probably going to live well past 100, and then my children are going to need to worry about it too. Well, I might as well start building a better world for my children and everyone else's children, because at the end of the day, we're all humans, and we all need to help each other, because when we're not helping each other, we're hurting each other, because nothing is ever staying still, and you're either going up or down, or you're going, I can say... You're going the right way or the wrong way. You can determine what's good for you, but what's good for you and not good for other people typically is not the right way. There's going to be a balance point. You can have it 50-50, but not for very long. It's like when... uh, when you throw a ball straight up in the air, it's going to go up for a certain amount of time, but then it's going to hit a point where it's at, like, its apex. It's at the top it's going to get, and then it stays there momentarily for an instant, and then it starts falling again. That's, like, that 50-50. You don't spend much time there. You get, like, a moment there where, like, oh, like, I don't care, and I do care. Like... That's, like, that divine, like, that divine meaning to, like, caring and not caring is very hard to stick around. You're almost always going to form an opinion on whatever the situation may be, whether it's involves some kind of politics, some kind of religious viewing, whatever your beliefs may be. Those are often the uh, most... I don't know, provocative subjects, you know, they just, like, there's so much that they can do to a person, especially because you're coded to believe in your genes in something. I'm not saying in Christ or in the Quran, whatever it may be, call it the Buddha, some Taoism, Druidism is one of my most favorite religions, 
I think it's just so cool. Like, trees are so special. Um, I learned a lot from trees. They only need a few things to survive for millennia, and they can't even move. It's quite miraculous, if you ask me. But it's all perspective, once again. So, coming back to it, why should I even care? Like, why do I... Why do Going back to the trees, why do I care why the trees can live so long? I mean, at the end of the day, how is that even affecting me? Well, I mean, first of all, if there were no trees, I probably wouldn't be here. Or, let me rephrase it, I definitely wouldn't be here. Those, uh, those plants, they, we need them for oxygen. We, as in all of the humans and all of the animals, all these things that are anything but the plants themselves, and the plants need us just as much. It's an equilibrium reaction where they're putting out carbon dioxide and we're putting out oxygen, or they're putting out oxygen and we're putting out carbon dioxide. And, um, excuse me for that. And, uh, we are both living off each other. Like, that's why we care about them, supposedly, right? It's like, what else? They look pretty. They, they're, they're beautiful. Well, there's beauty in everything. So, of course, they're beautiful. And, um, without that, like, why do you care about trees? Like, why do you care about your family? Why do you care about your life? It's just, like, meaningless life, life without love is where you really start to find a meaningless life. And um, that's why it's really important to figure out what you love and the difference between like and love to you. Remember, everyone has their own perspective and everyone determines their own meaning of love. But love is a language that is pretty universal, believe it or not. At the end of the day, when you see someone show passion or love or compassion towards something or someone, it's pretty pretty quick and easy to uh to notice they like the way they are attracted towards said thing it really is one of those feelings that like you want to give it more meaning you like by loving something versus liking something you're giving it meaning and like when you when you first choose to care that's the first level of meaning then you can like something or dislike that's when you like actually choose a direction and then you just go on your path and then you can either hate it or love it and somewhere in the middle of hate and love you have indifference and indifference is basically the art of not caring but also caring you care enough to not want to even form an opinion. It just doesn't matter to you. You're just like, that can exist. It is what it is. And I'm aware. 
that's a all you're aware awareness is the lowest level of existence it's like oh yeah it's it's a thing it is what it is it's it's real um it's kind of this how it goes and that's the when you break it down to that that's caring in a nutshell is like oh am i gonna care about things that i perceive to be real or do I just ignore them and pretend they aren't real? I mean, that's against the laws of the universe. If it's something that exists, it exists. And if it exists, somehow it has meaning because everything is here for a reason. If it wasn't here for a reason, it wouldn't be here. It's a pretty simple way to look at it. I mean, nothing happens on accident. Everything has meaning. Everything happens for a reason. The best way to put it is in the hermetic principle is the law of cause and effect. Nothing escapes it. Everything has a cause and it will bring forward some sort of effect that will become the next cause in following the chain. There will be another effect and you just keep moving down for eternity. And if you follow this, you start to realize that there is meaning in every little thing that you do. From my sister the other day said to me that she left this note on my car. I wasn't going to say anything about it to anyone, but I'm just going to read it to you all right now. And uh, it was very funny. It was at the uh, gym... I'm not going to say which one for now, but it said, the Antichrist sees all, and underneath it was a pyramid with an eye in the middle. If you're not crazy, and you are not living under a rock, and you understand that this is like to me, it was just kind of like, oh, interesting. Now, for her, she thought it was, like, the funniest thing, like, ever. But she also has a much different sense of humor to me. Meaning, when she told me it was her, I said, okay. But she was, she was like, trying not to laugh out loud, and she was, like, cracking up. I was like, interesting. Like, I just, like, don't see the humor in it. I One, I wouldn't joke about Antichrist, because that sounds like the opposite of Christ, which is uh, hopefully not, not, as, uh, not as bad as we all imagine. But I bet you it's pretty bad, because uh, there definitely is pure evil in this world, and there is pure goodness in this world. And uh, you get to choose what side you want to focus on, because both exist. You're aware that both are in existence, and somewhere in the middle there is neutrality. And uh, neutrality is a hard place to hang around. Somehow you're going to form an opinion Somehow you're going to see the positives or the negatives. You're going to be optimistic or pessimistic. I once met this man. <sighs> I uh, I can't remember his exact name, but I remember he told me this story. 
And uh, I wrote his name down, so but I'm going to keep it without his name for now. But I met him at the gym, and he uh, he was telling me that one day he met Antichrist. And um, he said that Antichrist told him he, the only thing he can do is not they like didn't meet like they, like he did not meet him and um it was really interesting when he brought this up to me because this man was very smart i could tell immediately when we were talking and I, this got me thinking like why would he tell me this if this man called antichrist told him not to tell anyone and i was like maybe he's antichrist and I was like, is he? Like, how do you, why, like, maybe he, is he just insane? Like, why, who goes around telling people stories of meeting Antichrist and then saying that, like, they were not supposed to tell anyone? Pretty crazy, right? I'm just like, all right, well, now I'm here and I'm just gonna, like, shoot the shit basically with myself. Like, why do I even care about this? what's the point in caring at all like i guess it comes back to like how much meaning do i give this pyramid with an eye in the middle how much meaning do i give christ never mind antichrist what does the word all actually mean mac miller once said you could if you had you could have everything but would you want it all if it's all mediocre like, you, would you want, like, a shit ton of, like, massive TVs, like, the ones with a big box on the back? Or, like, if you had a bunch of, like, lukewarm of your favorite drink, like, unless you really like your favorite drink, lukewarm, like, just name something that should be cold and just make it warm or something hot and make it warm. And then you're gonna be like, alright, well, maybe I don't want it anymore. But that's, like, if you had everything, like, it really would, it would show you, like, this is trying to put, like, a new perspective on things for you all. And the idea of everything I'm saying is you are the deciding factor in what you care about and what you don't care about. And if you can't make up your mind whether you should care about something or whether you shouldn't, you've already made up your mind. Because the second you hear something, you're going to form an opinion. And your opinion is going to be based on your intuition of the subject. When you see something that represents symbolism, you know it has to be deeper than you can first imagine. Because symbolism always is up to the person creating the symbol. Now, when I first saw this note with the pyramid in the eye, the first thing that came to my mind was the not only the Masons, but the Illuminati. And my sister says, oh, I wrote it. And I was like, interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. It's just, it, it got me, like, thinking, like, who knows? Who knows? It's just all about, like... How much do I care about this? Like, I haven't spent any time thinking about this since I saw the note. I, like, thought about it on my drive home, talked to her about it, and she was like, oh, I did. And then I was like, all right, but why should I care? I, like, honestly don't really. It's like some people call it, like, water under the bridge. Like, 
when you have to let go of things that, like, are out of your control. Like, someone tries to, like, fuck with you in, like, some way. Like, you're at a job. Like, the time I got poisoned at my job, when someone put bleach in my drink, I, like... I had a choice to make. I I could either, like, freak out on the spot, like, freak out, and, like, actually, like, make a scene, or I could just be, like, I, like, had to go. Granted, I, like, made a little scene, not, like, not, like, exaggerated, but, like, when you, when you drink a bunch of bleach at once, you, uh, you get sick very quickly, we'll just say that. Um... It's pretty disturbing that story. I'll uh, I'll tell the whole thing in detail one day, but it may, I had a choice. Like, how much am I gonna care about this? Like, how much am I gonna put into it? Like, I ended up going to the police a, a week later with the cup that had bleach in it, and like it, this, like didn't work out. They wouldn't test it, and they didn't wanna. They didn't smell enough like bleach, and he was just like, "Yeah, I can't help you." I'm like, "Whatever." Like that's the way she goes like I just had to let go of it I couldn't I couldn't care anymore like you hit a point where like you're gonna care about things but if the universe is giving you signs to not care so much you have to take the signs and run with them and that's about going back to the first thing or one of the first few things I brought up and that's trusting your intuition and your intuition when you first come across something that you're going to have to choose. Do I care or do I not care? Do I want to give this my attention or do I just want to let it pass? Well, here's the thing. You have to trust your intuition. And if you can't trust yourself, you're never going to be able to trust your intuition. So to start, if you say you're going to do something, do it and be the person that you want the younger version of yourself to look up to. If you can imagine what younger you needed, be that person. Be the person who shows them this is the way. This is how you become your best self. And if you don't know how to show that person, you go find someone who can show you how to be that person. That's why mentors are so important. And I'm going to talk about mentors tomorrow. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day.